Chapter 10 The next day, as Liana was nursing the baby, in came Raven and the rest laden with boxes. From Lord Leocto and Lady Nasida, they said, arrived that very morning. Messengers arrived safely at last. Leona laid the baby down. I'll see them at once. Raven bowed her head. My lady, they camp beyond the fringe. Camp? Beyond the fringe? Leona picked up the baby. I will see Lord Yorov. He's out hunting. Throva, then. My lady, he's out, too. Ah! Leona tightened her arms about the baby. Go find the Lady Vala and bring her to me, now. The instant Vala closed the door, Leona burst out. Why are my countrymen kept outside? Yurov swore he'd let them in this time. Yurov was not here when they arrived, and I knew nothing until you sent for me. Well, you know now. It's not safe out there. You also know the way in. Yurov said they could stay in the outer lodge. Go give them your potion and lead them there. Vala shook her head. I cannot without Yurov's permission. You said you were my friend. That I am. But our laws are strict on that. And you are such law-abiding folk. Leona drew herself up. If I am lady of this place, is not my command as good as Yurov's? Vala bowed her head, saying nothing. Very well, Leona said grimly. I shall go to them. My lady, you cannot pass under that deadly fall. Look, I shall go now with Farewell to their encampment and see to it that they are comfortable and well guarded. Perhaps you can also write a note. Say you hope to see them on the morrow. Within the hour, Vala was on her way. Within that same hour, she was back. Your men have gone. Gone? Farewell's ridden after them. Don't worry, he'll bring them back. At that moment, the baby awoke and set to with a lusty bawling, which was not like him at all. Leona picked him up and paced about, jigging him up and down, making matters worse. It was just as if he knew how upset she was, though he couldn't possibly, being so new. Yurov should have planned for this. When Vala said nothing, Leona went on, Whatever will Leokto say? And what if they come to harm? Send more riders after them. They can't have gone far. 
the baby's squalls grew louder. Vala took him from Leona's arms and swayed him, making soothing sounds. There, there, calm you down. Things will turn out right. When the child was quiet, Vala laid him down again. Oh, my dear, I am so sorry, she sighed. You couldn't have guessed just how hard it would be, leaving home to live with strangers. Thurwall reached the lake men and gave them Leona's note, but they declined to return when Thurwall could not guarantee them entry. When Eurolf returned from hunting, he climbed the stairs to Leona's loft. I hear your kinsmen brought Nasida's gifts at last. Pity they would not stay. Lehana rose to her feet. Would not? You barred them from our gates. Oh, why must you always leap to judgment? How could they enter when I was not present to allow it? You play with words. You knew they were coming. You could have left instructions for their welcome. Yurov's face tightened. No one enters this domain save in my presence. You said they could pass through the outer ring and take shelter in the hunting lodge. Galvar could have led them safely there. Not with me away. Will you listen? Oh, I listen well. These are excuses. I can't guess what the riders thought. Law is law. Galvar explained it to them. And farewell, but your high-handed kinsman would not wait. And what if the Barghest attack them? Even if they make it safely home, have you any idea what my sister will say to this second slight? She'll likely have Leochtor send a delegation. They may even come themselves. Oh, well, that is their affair, not mine. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have work to do. Yurov stomped off down the stairs. Leona watched after him, listening to his footsteps fade, and in the quiet she knew the truth at last. She would never now find happiness in that place. A life of strife and misery stretched endlessly before her. There she stood for the longest time, staring blindly at the open doorway, her mind a blank. Then she turned and went to the window looking across the concourse 
to the Horace girls. She thought of the many secrets stored under that high dome. Say, a chart of all the domain's tracks and trails, including the way out. Maybe late one night she'd creep up there and find it and use it before anyone found it was missing. She'd need to make her preparations carefully. A pack to carry food and spare clothes and a supply of Vala's magic oil. But what of the baby? What if Yurov meant to make their son his heir? Was she being too hasty in her judgment? She picked up the boy and cupped her palm about his head. For your sake, I'll abide, at least till after you are named. When Yurov's intentions would finally be known. Naming day is high ceremony, Vala said. It takes from sunrise to noon. Regular your kinta babies are named in the rondo. But the first child of the your kinta lord is named in the grand meeting hall. He won't stay still that long. Leona gazed down on the sleeping child. Awake, he was so full of life. Why take all that time to give a child a name? Oh, it's not just the name. Two guardians must be sworn in. Guardians? One male, one female to help in the child's upbringing. Yurov hasn't told you? Not yet. I would name Nasida for one. A natural choice. But your sister lives too far away. And she is not Yulkinta. The guardians teach the child our ways. Our ways. Leona frowned, thinking of the father who never visited his baby, of the proud folk who never would accept her. Our ways. This child would learn to be like them. Her frown deepened. And what of her ways? What about lake customs? The child was human, too. As if reading her thought, Vala said, He'll learn your kinter ways from us, human ones from you, of course. She smiled. He'll grow into a remarkable young man. Hmm. Put 
put that way, it did indeed seem to Leona as though he could absorb the best of both worlds. To be fair, she had to admit that not all your kinta were so obnoxious. Take, for instance, Vala herself, and Fairwall, not to mention the folk in the outer reaches. Just to be sure, Leona said, you must be one guardian, and Fairwall the other. Vala bowed her head. I am honoured. Farewell will be too, I'm sure. I hope Yurov thinks us both fit to steer his son along the proper paths. Leona bit her lip. Yurov would approve of Vala. But Farewell? After appointing the guardians, what then? A first child is declared heir to the family's title and estate. For the ordinary Ulkinta, the whole family must agree to it. But Yurov's heir must be accepted by the entire clan. Oh. Looking down on her nameless son, Leona longed to ask Vala how she thought it would turn out, but feared the answer. When will this ceremony be? In two days' time. I wish Yurov would tell you of these matters. Leona looked away. She and Yurov had exchanged scarcely a word since the lake men's visit. But ritual meant much to him. So why his silence on this important step? Leona stood. Would you mind the baby for me, Vala? I'll go to Yurov now. Yurov? was in the council chamber, his valet said. Leona ran up the stairs to find it empty. She was just turning away when Yurov's angry voice came from a smaller antechamber at the rear. As she reached the door, Thruva was arguing some point. Now came the murmur of other voices, until a hand slammed down on the desktop, bringing sudden silence. Yurov, for sure. This was a council meeting, and it wasn't going Yurov's way. She frowned. Who'd dare stand up to him? And what matter could be so serious as to steal them to it? Now hear me, Yorov cried. Am I not overlord of this domain? 
I lay down the law here. None will gainsay it. It has always been thus since our first coming. Indeed, through far again. But until this day, only you'll Kinta have ruled our folk. I warn you, feelings run deep. Another voice, one she did not know. My lord, Thruvar speaks true. There's talk. Another silence. Then Yurov, sounding grim. Go on. Some say they'll leave if you name the child your heir. Then let them. My lord, Thruva said, we cannot permit such division in the clan. Who knows where it might lead? I beg you, think on it and let us meet again this afternoon. Very well, Yorov said, his voice so low, Leona barely heard it. There followed a scraping of chairs which sent her fleeing back across the hall and out. Mm -hmm.